Welcome to the Smart Business Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Imoff Flores, and the Smart Business Podcast is the place for entrepreneurs to get an advanced mindset and skill set to build and grow a business that can scale in a big way. SMART is an acronym that stands for a scalable, mission-driven business that's automated with revenue streams all run by a team. And so if you would like to learn more about how to build a smart business or get coaching, consulting in this area or done for you services, go ahead and start by getting our free smart business formula guide at smartbusinessformula.com. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Smart Business Show. Today, we have another special guest. She's a personal coach helping fast growing entrepreneurs lean into their genius to create the businesses that they desire. She helps the one percenters elevate and the high performers. So a lot of times high performers can uh, have a hard time admitting that they need help, but they need the most help. And so today's message is for the high performer from none other than Diana Murphy. Diana, it's so great to have you with us. Hey, what a great opportunity and my favorite people to speak to. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, you know, today we're going to talk a little bit about the problems that high performers have because they are a little different than the everyday person. They're kind of in a category of their own from a behavior standpoint, right? Their behaviors are different. Yes. For that reason, they typically elevate really quickly. They promote to high ranks, uh, you know, in in sales and business. And uh, they are a lot of times the leading entrepreneurs, but many times they have a hard time sustaining the life yes. that they create. Um, they have a hard time maintaining their lifestyle. Um, things get way out of balance. They can end up even burning out sometimes. So um, why don't you kind of share a little bit about how you got into this space and then we'll dive into the message for high performers. Yeah. So I um, am have been a coach for eight years and the first niche that grabbed me was um, looking at weight loss for high performers. I love that space. I think it's unique. Weight loss hits that type of person. The same thing you just were sharing here because they're so freaking smart and ambitious that they don't understand why they're struggling in that area. But what that led me through is when I continue to coach high-performing corporate people, as well as owners, that they we really were spending 80% of our time on their mindset because they knew all the tools. And, and this is true in business too. You can know all the tools, but if you're not aware of what your brain is really up to and creating and managing your mind a little bit more than just creating confidence, you can get off track really easily and you can create um, like you were talking about an unsustainable momentum that is just not healthy. And it's not lean, it's not helping you to lean into your most, your best genius. So that's kind of been my journey. I've been doing this for eight years and I've really landed in a space of working with high performers and owners and entrepreneurs. Mm. I just that's love it. So good. That's so good. Now, one of the things that, you know, the high performers, you know, do struggle with is, you know, what you call the overs, right? They yes. are overexcited. They overpay, overinvest. Um, you know, and they end up getting over the, uh, over their head and they're over it. <laughs> so yes. we can create, you and I talked about this, you know, before that you can actually create a business you resent or like look at and go like a year in or however that might be that you're like, I don't like my business anymore. This isn't the way, this isn't how I thought it would be. And it does come from a really like excited, confident energy. 
But there, if I may say so myself, even though these people are those top one percenters, there's this embedded scarcity or lack of trust yet that they can create the results they want. And so they're creating emotions and, you know, like confident thoughts, and I'm going to push through and I'm going to that create a lot of action. That's fabulous. I mean, this is the way we start businesses, but in a sustainable way, it will burn them out. And the root of it, the nuance of it is that they're super confident people, but they haven't learned to trust themselves at a deeper level as they see this growth. Mm. Um, Does that make sense? Yeah. So how does that show up when you say they don't trust themselves at a deeper level? What does that mean exactly? Yeah. So they may have a hunch that they should do things a certain way and they are over engaging in everybody else's advice. So they aren't trusting their own intuition. They're not trusting letting something really roll, measure it, look at it. I know you're in that business of really looking at the numbers and that type of thing. They're not taking the time to really look at it slowly enough that they really know what's working. They're hopping onto the next thing, or they're engaging in information that is someone else's idea Mm. and doesn't integrate well with the business. They just move a little too fast, not trusting their own instincts and the way that they have built it so far. Yeah, that's so good. And this is where I see a lot of high performers get their income up pretty high. And then it just like, they hit a ceiling to their own personal energy. It's almost mm-hmm. like they trade energy for dollars. And, yeah. yeah. and so once they realize that that energy is running out, that it can't be sustained or mm-hmm. their, um, or their, uh, balance to like, they've lost balance in order to maintain what they built because they, they don't have the systems in place. And a lot of times this is the other thing I noticed with high performers too, is that um, money, their money goes to the feelings that they want to have. So for example, if, if, if they want momentum, right. If that's what they, which a lot of high performers desire as a value, they want momentum, then their money goes into momentum things. So they start hiring too quickly. Mm-hmm. They start over investing to try and, um, justify the growth that they're trying to create. Um, they start, um, investing in everything to get set up for the momentum and their money goes with the feeling that they want to create. Well, the problem is that things take time to develop. And so if that plan of momentum, um, doesn't pan out exactly how you envision it, which most of the time it doesn't, then you end up making a lot of money. And then you look at your books and you go, well, what's left over. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so one of the things that it's very important for the high performer is for when you look at your, uh, your finances as well, to make sure that it's going towards profitable things and not being justified by the feelings that you're chasing, you know, yeah. and what you're investing to experience that. Yeah. And the, all the work I'm in is creating a mindset, which is a group of thoughts that create emotions that work for us. So what you're talking about is if I, you know, the mindset and, and, and clarify this, if I'm not on the right track, but if an owner really, an entrepreneur really wants momentum, if they truly trust it and know that they can create it, they won't chase it and go too fast. And how you create grounded, amazing momentum is being on, creating that emotion not looking for it in the after. Mm, that's powerful. 
Say that again. Say that the again. way that we think, uh, we think that when we get here and it's always a nebulous subjective here, it's whatever our mind is offering. Like the coach that opens a practice has $0 and, and is trying to hit six figures. It's this nebulous amount and anything that's like more than that, we might celebrate obviously, but like anything underneath that is zero. It's nothing because we think when we hit a certain place that we're going to feel a certain way. And what I learned and I helped my owners learn is that you, if you want to feel like really trust your business, if you want to trust your own results, if you want to trust your talent to do this, if you want, you are going to have to develop that trust and do that in a slower way. You're going to have to create the feeling of I've got this. What is my next step? I've got this, not chasing this. Oh my God, if I don't build it this way. I'm not a successful entrepreneur. Right, exactly. That's so good. And there's a name for that. I call it destination disease. Yes. All yeah. of us, it's it's like part of our culture. Look at New Year's resolutions. I'm glad we're kind of in February, by the way. I hate New Year's resolutions. It's this thought that if we lose 10 pounds this year, we're going to feel amazing. No, we'll feel amazing if we feel great about ourselves and are proud of what we do and create all these thoughts. I can make a change in this habit. I can hit this goal. How am I going to do it today? I'm just learning, but I'm going to do this next thing it is more grounded energy than this chase. Mm, that's good. That's good. And so it's all about- by, it's a nuance of how you're thinking because all yeah. of those top performers are confident. But what is underneath that? Like right. it is, does it go to their marrow? And that's the growth thing is like catching up almost with your own business mm-hmm. because you can imposter syndrome yourself really fast by creating right. so much so fast and not understanding why you want that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's so good. And, and so one of the things that you've been able to do that's kind of separated you and your coaching styles, you have kind of like a decision template for mm-hmm. high performers that help them make decisions that are going to feel in alignment right? That's going to help. Yes, absolutely. I have this, um, like this theme in my practice and it's, I'm renaming my podcast regret proof. Um, and it's that space of not ever regretting the way we built our business or the money we left on the table or the way we're living our lives. You know, I work with most of my high performers. Some of the tweaks that we make while they grow is, is really taking very, very good care of themselves and their families. And so all of our regret proofing happens where the rubber meets the road, every decision we make. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of texture to this that I do with my clients, like aligning with your values. Do your decisions align with your values? Do you, if you're only chasing momentum and growth, your best example, and you're not, you might be skipping over some of your values of spending time with your family or taking care of yourself or investing in your friendships, investing in future relationships, collaborations that you want to make. And so to really regret proof your decision-making that there's a little bit of a stepwise process, identify your style. Like what is, when you, you look back at the best decisions you made, what is your natural way of doing it? Some people sleep on it. Some people ponder it for a few days. Some lean into a coach or a mentor or process it with their spouse or partner. It's like whatever they realize a gut check, they give themselves times to lean in and go, okay, I've gotten about six hits that this feels right. I'm going to do it. But each of us needs to honor our bend. And I know what mine is. 
And I know when I disregard it and I think all entrepreneurs know when they've made some really good sound decisions, not just because how it turned out, but how powerful and courageous they were making that decision. Cause sometimes our most courageous decisions are saying no for the sake of our lives or the business around us. So name your style, lean into it. What is the way that, you know, you've made some really great decisions and, and make your own template. I'm not going to make a decision more quick, more quickly than 48 hours, but I am going to make it. You don't let things linger. You don't think you don't stew on it. You don't stay and worry about it. The next step is set a, lim- a, a, a limit. Now, some decisions take time over meetings. So I encourage my clients to set appointments in their calendar of when to think about it, not to stew about it. Oh my God, is that because it distracts them from the other day-to-day that they're doing. But if there's a decision that you can make right now, then give lean into your style, sleep on it, ask others, do your pros and cons, however that works best for you and give yourself 48 hours, set a deadline, do it. This is what I do in my consults. When people are considering working with me, it's like, if, if, if you're not a hell yes now, which most of my people are then, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs like really live in that space. They really know, but slowing down a little bit, why am I moving so fast? What is good about this? Really pondering it a little bit, slowing down their brain a little bit and understanding their, why they're making that decision and give themselves 48 hours, not to stew on it, to lean in their style. I think, I think high performers have a big misconception because they put all of their value in speed a lot of times in growth that they forget the, what, like the magic of slowing down and building something strong, you know, and it's a lot of times come from avoidance. Like they, they want to avoid, or they want to, um, they have a vision. A lot of times, I think this is the big thing too. A lot of high performers are the biggest fantasizers. Right. And, and so they have a vision that they are attached to and it has to happen in a certain amount of time or else. And this goes back to the therapy that I had in, when I was doing relationship therapy, Uh, my therapist told me you could either let go of the picture you have of this wife you're supposed to have um, and save your marriage, or you hold on to the picture of this wife you're supposed to have and you lose your marriage. Yeah. And she never measures up. Like and right. that's what we do with our businesses. We never, right. we don't celebrate enough. We don't look at what's working. We don't take time because we, that we put so much value, almost like a grade um, that the A plus means I've done it fast. I've done it within a year and I've done, you know, I've done it this way. And, um, again, it's that same thing you said that they're chasing the emotion of it. They're equating speed with their own value. They're equating speed with how good they are. I, you know, for anyone in the audience, whether you brought in your first sale or client, you are fully a hundred percent worthy and an amazing genius for being brave enough to, to start a business. And we need to develop and curate that in ourselves as we grow. Mm, that's good. Yeah. The business is not there to make us feel better. Right. You've got to get away. Our spouse mm. is not there to make us feel better. We can take the time to see what we're thinking. You got onto it in therapy. What are you really believing about your business? I know that as an early coach, I didn't think I was a good coach unless I 
hit this certain thing, had a certain amount of clients. What the truth was is I was hired out of the gate by my coach, Brooke Castillo to work for her. And I did an amazing job because all the years that came before training as a coach brought me to be, I knew I was already a coach. I brought in new Mm. tools as I trained. Wow. So good. Yes. But we over identify with our businesses. Like they're supposed to make us feel good. And we're putting too much pressure on the results of our businesses. I love it. I love it. So that template of decision-making needs to lean in. Does it honor my values? Does it honor what I I planned on for this year? Or am I trying to get a kick? Am I trying to get a hit? You know, oh my God, I closed that deal. Oh yes. Celebrate. Yeah. But are we chasing the, the hit, the adrenaline? That's so good. Oh, you guys, I know who are listening to this are just getting so many probably like, oh my gosh, that's me. I need to shift that. I need to spend time. I think this might be a podcast that you have to go back and re-listen to, take notes, yes. reflect on, and be able to ask yourself these questions. And I promise that if you do do that, the value of this podcast will probably go up like 10 times. <laughs> for you because- <laughs> I agree. Because this is some deeper work, but when you do it, it like opens up new opportunity for who you can become. And, um, and that's what ultimately will increase your capacity to do more and also have more that is in alignment with where you're going. So, um, Diana, this is so good. Thank you so much for being with us. Um, you know, one of the things that you do is you do personal coaching. Yes. And uh, there's uh, an opportunity for people to schedule with you. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, what the opportunity is like and how they can take that next step? Yeah. So I created a one-off paid coaching session because I have so much free out there. So I have a podcast. I have, you know, I have the resources for those that want to, to get to know me. It's all right there. I write to my people once a week, great coaching tips, but I want to be in this space that if you would like coaching and you love what you hear today and you have an issue you really want resolved and you have no idea if you want to coach long-term that you go all in and invest in this session. And this session is designed for people to get a taste of my work around and to get a solution. This might be all your entrepreneurs need and it's bringing what is working in your business, but what is really like really getting in your way. What are the obstacles? So I let the owner in that um, session just fly with what they want to see. And in 90 days or a year, they can choose. What do you want to see? What's getting in your way? And then they leave that session with two to three steps that they can implement immediately. And the clarity, because I this is where we get overwhelmed. We're moving too fast. What do I do next? Do I hire this person? Do I let this go? Do I say no to this? What am I doing wrong? And you bring all that to the session, get so clear because I help you lean into you mm-hmm. and what your plan is. And then they fly. And it is Come such on. a powerful powerful experience for both of us. So so this is just something I love being about. Yes. I love it. Ah, so amazing. Uh, I have just enjoyed every minute of this and we're going to put that link in the description of this podcast. To those of you who are listening who want to reach out, I say invest in yourself. If you're looking for a coach in this area, uh, Diana is, is more than qualified to walk you through this. And I think it could be a complete game changer. Uh, so if you're listening to this, make sure you subscribe to this episode, share it with a high performer who needs it and also leave a six star rating. I know there's only five stars, but leave an extra star. And until the next time.
I'll see you in the next episode.